0: Welcome to another episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. All right. Uh, Horrible week. (laughs) Horrible last week, at least. Uh, In my opinion, the worst, literally the worst loss of the Stoops era. Uh, There's no way we should be losing to South Carolina in year nine, especially the South Carolina team that was there this past weekend. Um, At home, sold out crowd, bunch of recruits there. Looked horrible. I mean, it was just a horrible performance really across the board. I mean, defense played okay in the second half, but – uh, they were still doing a lot of things that they usually don't do either. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's game plan, play calling, or we're getting into all that stuff, but, but in my opinion, the fact that Rodriguez only had five carries in the second half is just inexcusable. It, it really is. Cause he's also a really good blocker uh, too. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing too, that, that people don't talk about it. Uh, I don't know how many snaps he got, but, but the fact that he's not getting 90% of them, especially with smoke out is kind of, Against South Carolina, I should say, because it's more towards his his skill set, running up and down, you know, north to south. Uh, that's he's dominated South Carolina in his career. I mean, he's yep. he's really has. I mean, he's it's like him and Benny Snell have dominate, dominated South Carolina. And, well,
1: and uh, he's get, he
0: was getting chunk plays like crazy in the first half. Exactly, and it's to see that that kind of and I get the whole fact that you're down and stuff like that. And, and South Carolina did a good job controlling the clock and. And do the things that we talked about that Kentucky had to do to win. Uh, you know, control the clock and, uh, you know, control the tempo of the game. Uh, South Carolina just flipped the script and basically did what we wanted to do against them, against yes. us. Uh, the first play alone, uh, that was in the end zone that we, that we have our season tickets at, and it was horribly executed. It was a terrible play call, and I, and I, I don't think it's not a terrible play call. Like maybe five or six plays later, but the very first play with a freshman quarterback, Richard, a freshman quarterback in there, never played a collegiate game. That's the play you run. I just don't, I don't agree with that. That's, that's a boomer bust type of play. Yep. And, and I'm just telling you that play. And I, and I, and I know I said this earlier in our group tag that I thought that play determined the whole, I really do. I mean that you get down seven there, then kind of changes your whole game plan up. So.
1: Well, that's thing is I think it changed the way stoops and, uh, well, really, I think Stoops um, decided to to call the game. I think Stoops probably wanted to go with a safe approach, and Sp- Scangarello probably convinced him to, you know, dial up some gadgets. And when that happened, Stoops probably said, "Fuck that, we're going back to safety ball."
0: It very well could have been, but but the thing is, is, is against South Carolina, the one team on our whole schedule. Maybe you can make the argument against Missouri that literally safe ball beats them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, every that's time. all you have to do is is let Benny Snell run the ball. Or oh, Benny Snell, shit. Uh, Rodriguez run the ball 40 plus times, let him go for 100, 175 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and we win. Maybe it would have looked ugly. You know, it would have been, you know, maybe 21 to 7, 21 14. Somebody didn't play particularly well. Uh, but. But again, I mean, they, the, the, the reason I always say, the reason I have said that this is the worst one in Stoops series is because we lost, they got beat at pretty much every facet of the ball game. And people also conveniently leave out that South Carolina had the ball into the 20 and thumb of the ball. <laughs> we yeah. got the ball back on that. It could have been worse. And, and it's, if you, if you're a Kentucky football fan and you, and you have either you're new or old or whatever, if you're looking at that game saying, well, it's a, It's okay.
1: There are still a a bunch of fans out there who just like, they're just delusional.
0: That that is not okay.
1: This team has shown who they are from the very first game.
0: Pretty much. And honestly,
1: it was was foolish of any of us to expect uh, the offensive line to produce like other offensive lines have or even develop how our other offensive lines have. Because all you had to do was go back to the Iowa game last year. And that's – the offensive line we saw in that game is the offensive line we're seeing this year. They have yeah, not changed. Yeah. They and, have and, not and, they, and they
0: struck out. They tried to get offensive linemen in here, and they struck out. Uh But I think I think the approach needs to be at this offseason, uh, you know, discussing I mean, the offensive line. And that's the other thing, too. Uh, you know, I've, I've said all year long, i wait to, to say, what but the offensive line's terrible. It's just going to be what it is. It's going to be an average offensive line. I mean, not, not something we're used to seeing, which was was once a strength for Kentucky, has now become a weakness. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do with the hiring, uh, the previous hire, Woodford or Woodard, uh, that one was terrible. He got no no uh, reps for our backups in there. That's That's not the way Kentucky's done. Uh, traditionally, as underneath stoops, where they get a lot of big rotation, eight nine guys getting in there, getting a lot of playing time. Uh, one that hurts. Uh, two, I think it's I think Liam Cohen who was great and the great offensive order. I think the focus when he came in was let's get these skill cool guys get this. I think we kind of took a step back with the offensive line. That's the thing that here, but it is.
1: There's two things that made Cohen really great. One was his his play calling. Like that dude just understood what play to call at the right time. And he just got hotter and hotter as the year went on, even though we, we lost, you know, three games in a row. Sure. He was still calling the right plays. Um, and then his flexibility, right? So, like, week to week, they would actually change their approach. They would change the way they played offense. This is like every week they are trying to force the same square peg in a round hole. Is, I, don't,
0: I don't know if it's so much the play calls though. It, 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 there is some suspect play calls, obviously. I just talked about. I one. agree, but it, but I think it's more so that the place he wants to run, like these like long developing plays, they're just not going to happen with this offensive line. Nope. And that that's that's an issue where he needs to like adjust here. We talked about last week rolling out. They did roll out a lot uh, this past weekend, but it just wasn't the, the caliber. Yeah, but it's with Kai is Sharon, yes, or Sharon, yes. whatever his name is. Um, you're right uh, and and that that's the caliber quarterback they need to be doing that stuff with Levis uh, but again it's the offense he wants to run is it's, you know we're going to run the ball uh, I think they want to run the ball more like 60% of the time and then and then they want to use that to set up the pass and it's just not it's not developing correctly because those play actions are really hard on the offensive line. And a lot of these sacks are on the quarterbacks, holding the ball on too long. But again, is that the play call? We're saying, well, you got to wait it out, man. You got to get this play to get developed before getting rid of the ball. And now is that on coaching saying, we got to hold this ball a little longer or is it just Levis or whoever's playing quarterback is, is just holding on the ball too long, trying to try to make something happen instead of moving. I mean, Levis was great last year because he understood when something broke down, he moved out of the pocket.
1: He didn't try not, something. Not only that, but uh, another thing with Cohen is like he would mix in tempo. He tried to kept he tried to keep, my god, he tried to keep the defense off balance. And he did a really good job of that by mixing in tempo. Every now and then they would run uh up tempo stuff like against Georgia. We were able to move the, the ball and look pretty decent against probably the best defense of all time because he started mixing in different things that Georgia hadn't seen from UK on tape. Yeah, I, 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 our I approach is the exact same every week, and yes. it's like who, who do you point the finger at? Is it is it Stoops? Because I mean, he's the common denominator in our shitty offenses year after year after year after year. He's the one that does not want to have uh, an explosive offense. He keeps saying that he does. But well, he the likes Stoops, to play ball guy.
0: control football. Yes, yes, to that's, keep that's, the that game that within is,
1: one yes. possession, and yes, he does have a good record in one possession games but eventually it's going to bite you in the ass. I mean, to be realistic, Kentucky has taken advantage of a very weak SEC East, and it seems like the SEC East is starting to have a turnaround.
0: Oh, I agree with you. No, I think that that's something that never gets talked about. And, I, and I, I don't really like to talk about that too much because if those teams beat Kentucky, then they have different records, stuff like that. There's, I think he's only beaten two over 500 teams. He's beaten a lot of six and six teams, stuff like that. Yeah. But And I think the best the best record team as far as, as far as all the teams go it was that twenty eighteen Florida team where I think it was ten and three. I think they finished up ten and two, Sugar yes. Bowl team. Um uh but but at the end of the day, you're you're right. They they beaten up on a, on a very low east. And and, and honestly the, the West team we get to play every year uh is is one of the ones you if you're gonna pick out a team to play, it'd be Mississippi State. Mississippi State, I guess you'd probably say Arkansas maybe. Um uh, uh those are the two to your kind of bottom feeders. Not really I'd say Auburn right because, now. Auburn now, but 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 when when they were doing the whole, what every yeah. team's gonna play a West team. I mean, the fact that we drew Mississippi State was even before Dan Mullen was there. I was like, oh man, that's a great one. You know, it's it's it's, it's Mississippi State, and I'm not trying to because Mississippi State's got a great home atmosphere, and they have a better history of Kentucky and all that stuff. So I'm not saying that Mississippi Kentucky's history is some kind of match of Mississippi State, but they're they're very similar to Kentucky's too, where it's yeah. up and down type of thing. Uh But what I'm saying is if you're if you're getting a draw, they're viewing we I view Mississippi State in the West Division like the West division of views bandy. Uh, this just to kind of say I I'd always think that of all the West teams I had a player year, Miss State would be the one I'd play. Yeah, and they're so, not
1: consistently not, great.
0: Exactly. So I guess you can make an argument. Old Miss is the same way. They're up and down too. But but at the really? end of the day, Kentucky has played, you're right, they have have had success with favorable favorable schedules. So uh, but they've had a lot of talent. I mean you know, they're getting a lot of guys drafted it's not like they they are are winning all these games and and everyone's like, well, they're not they're not that good. You know, they're they're getting guys drafted. Guys are playing in the league. So uh their talent level is definitely increased. Uh but at the end of the day, no matter what you think or what side of the fence you are, that performance on Saturday is a typical Stoops game. And I said it on on this show. We were gonna play down, but it would be a nasty, ugly game. I never thought we'd lose the game, and I think there was a chance we'd ever lose the game. Um, to be quite honest with you, but we did, and I, but I did say that South Carolina is talented enough to beat us, and 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 they could. Uh, I just never thought it would happen.
1: Uh, South Carolina did not play well at all, no, they didn't. But that They're speaks to just how poorly Kentucky, I mean, god bless, and our defense. The one thing they've been really really good at all year, and one thing you have to be really good at against like spread offenses, especially offenses in the SEC in general, is open field tackling. They've been really yeah. good in open field tackling. Like, that's yes. generally a staple. And my God, man, how many missed tackles did UK's defense have? And that's the big reason why Kentucky wasn't able to keep it within striking distance in the second half is because they just let South Carolina gash them.
0: Well, yeah, South Carolina was also almost 50%. I think there were 6 of 13 from Third down conversions. That's, yeah. that's uncharacteristic. And that just Stoops teams. breaks your so, back. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is tackling Stoops teams, I Stoops, no matter who was our defense corner, their tackling has always been spot on. Uh, I agree with that. There's also a lot of misholds, a lot of calls. I, I don't ever get into the refs' things either. It was a really poor, poor called game as well. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, South Carolina's talent level is below us. Now we've given them, now they're going to hold this game as the turning point in their program. And, and we should never allow that to happen because now you're going to allow South Carolina to get back in conversation of, oh, are they catching up with Kentucky now? You know, because if Kentucky goes off here and rolls and loses to Mississippi State, very real possibility. now what They, they kick off at seven and a half, I think. I think spreads down to three because Levis is playing. Uh, and then also you let Tennessee win again. Uh, you know, then that's – you're letting all these teams catch up with you and then you're going to be at the bottom. And I think it's – there's – we're coming to a crossroads here with Kentucky football. And I know it's kind of crazy. We're four and two. We could definitely win the next two games and be right back in it. Absolutely. Because I don't think Tennessee's going to beat Bama. They very well could. Bryce Young's not playing. Because uh, I mean, Tennessee loses to Bama. And, say, Georgia drops one against Tennessee or whatever, which all those teams could beat each other. Um, we're right back in the conversation of SEC, East, title, all that stuff. But I think the crossroads is the nil stuff is an issue. These other teams are getting better and Kentucky year nine with a first round quarterback uh, draft pick. And we are about, we are staring at seven and five at this point, my friend. Yep. Uh, and,
1: best case, I think at this point.
0: And I don't think best. best I mean, you know, I mean, you're well, four wins. I think, I think you're, you're going to be favorite. I would say, I never say guarantee wins. I hate to say it that way, but like U L is your five. Vandy six, and then and then Missouri seven. That I think you're at seven.
1: Can um, you really say any of those are a guarantee, especially with the way like Vandy has been fighting?
0: Vandy has been playing very well. Uh, we will say they, they have been playing very very well. Um, but no, I mean you have Vandy at home, man. I mean you got to take care of business right there. Uh, I mean, I mean they're going to be Kentucky's going to be a, probably a ten point favor in that game, regardless oh. of if they lose the next uh, two. Or mm. so, and Missouri's bad. I mean Missouri's the worst team in the East. So. Uh, Again, year nine, we've been six and six this year. I mean, then you then you, you really got to look at shuffling up your coaching staff. I mean, at that point, um, that,
1: that's what I, you know. You brought up uh, everybody kind of catching up to us, and the it might be too early to be saying that kind of stuff. But honestly, at Kentucky, the margins are razor thin. You yes, look yep. at how Tennessee had just shitty year after shitty year after shitty year under. Um, What's his face? Who was the last head coach they had? I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it doesn't
0: um, matter. The cheater.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all their coaches are fucking cheaters. Anyway, um, the way they were able to rebuild Pruitt, so Pruitt. quickly Pruitt. Sorry, into, into into uh, a very formidable team now, it that doesn't happen at Kentucky. No, you know we don't have uh this like well-established program where everybody is like year in year out. Kentucky's going to be right back in it. Blah 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 blah. No, you have to prove it over and over and over and over and over again at Kentucky. You can't have these kind of years and keep up momentum.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. One hundred percent. That's why. That's why my opinion. I mean, the way if it continues to go the way it is, I think we got to get a new OC. I mean, that, that's I I don't think if you want to keep it Stoops is serious about getting this football program where he wants to be a, a contender every year. You got to get a new, new offensive coordinator. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I know that that's that maybe that's unfair six games in, but, but name a name another SEC team outside of Dandy where where four and two with the caliber of quarterback you have and really defense that you, you have. And, yeah. Is that and,
1: just a quarterback? I mean, look at the running backs, look at the wide receivers. Look at the
0: exactly. The, the talent that For you God's have. Sake. If you go, you know, to be four and two. I mean, name another school outside of Andy that would allow an offensive coordinator to come back after a season like that. Yeah,
1: they're, they're, just, are,
0: they're simply not. So
1: it's it's flat out unacceptable to have the amount of talent that we have. Yes. And be the worst offense in the SEC. It's unacceptable.
0: Yes, and then the thing is, when we start getting to six and six, and this is something that that doesn't get talked about enough. You start getting around six and six. That's when your locker room starts getting. Eh, um, uh, people are starting to get happy, not you know, they start pointing fingers. Something like that is that fair? No,
1: but I think like, that have this started happening last game.
0: What well, you did, you're gonna start seeing because this, this new transfer portal guys are just simply not gonna put up with, this shit. they're just gonna go somewhere else. Barry and Brown, yeah, I mean, or,
1: I don't know why everybody keeps Brown saying that there's been zero indication of him.
0: No, no, before. no, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm just saying talent like him. It won't stick around for that shit. They'll just go somewhere else and, and go, go play and win. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that you you know that's when I'm. Not, I don't mean to put him out there. I, I I'm not going to say someone like Dan Key. He's from Kentucky. He lives in Kentucky. He's he's not he's not gonna, he will not transfer. Uh, but what I'm simply saying is, guys, really talented guys, are not going to sit here and go through a six and six season. Guys want to win. They don't want to. They don't want to be a Kentucky and doing things like that. You know what I
1: mean? I think there's a reason why Stoops keeps calling out or you know, citing. Dekel Krautis and, and Chris Lewis as two guys who are like continually doing well in, in practice and uh we need to get them the ball more and this, that, and the other thing. I, I think it's because he knows that they're like really talented dudes that need more playing time and need targets. All of our wide receivers, we're at a, like you can't have sorry, I keep like trailing off, but you can't have the amount of talent on the outside that we have now uh and not throw the ball and not design our system around their strengths.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But the thing is, is with Stoops, you, you hit it on that. I mean, Stoops is simply not going to allow – And everyone, I hate to be the, the, the person that's just going to flat out say it, and, and and I'm sure it's been said about plenty of other people and it's been said about you and everyone else. Stoops is just not going to allow Tennessee-type of offense here. He's not going to allow that kind of offense here because it puts too much strain on the defense, and he will not allow that. Had, and that's the, it is what
1: a, it is. we're going from one extreme to the other there yeah. is a happy medium between what we have now yeah, which is dog shit. shit to to what tennessee has there is a happy medium
0: yeah I don't, uh, what tennessee has they the thing is about tennessee's team is they put too much strain on the offense our defense and and, yeah. and it's a great offense and it's it is really 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 fun to watch uh the problem is it's not something that to sustain year in a year out because you just you just can't do that and and be successful can't put that kind of pressure on your defense and you're not going to always win a gun out battle you know i mean you're going to someone's going to match you with their offense and have a better defense and be Mm -hmm. able to (laughs) i think those
1: those days are gone i think offense is going to beat defense every time
0: i don't know man we'll find out this week i mean alabama's going to be going without bryce young and and they're going to rely heavily on their defense that makes some plays and by the way I'll just throw this out there. Pay attention to some of these top five teams. Uh, their backup quarterbacks, like the one going to Alabama this weekend, those guys are the type of guys that'll be here next year if uh, you know we clean up the offensive line and the weapons that we have. Uh, just, just to put that out there, I'm not saying the Alabama's backup because I'm sure he's probably in line to play after Bryce Young. But, but yeah. I'm just saying, pay attention to some of these top five teams. These guys, they lose quarterback battles, they'll be in Kentucky next year because we have. Such why? Why?
1: Why would they come? Why would they come to Kentucky?
0: Well, they got to clean up the offensive line before they do it, but it's, it's the weapons that we have. It's the offensive yeah, weapons. That's right. cool. That's but if
1: is. you can't throw, <laughs> if yeah, you don't exactly. have any time to
0: fucking throw. Exactly. And you're going to
1: be the I mean, slowest Kentucky offense in college football. I think we're going to was the
0: They, they should have brought in, like they did with defensive backs. And it actually worked out this year. You brought in all these defensive backs. You brought in, like, when they take three, four transfers, defensive backs. Yeah. And, and yeah. a variety of people. I mean, they went they went, they they went went FCS level, they went, you know, uh, Power Five, all over the door with them for all these guys in and we'll say let the best guy play they didn't yep. do that off the line they went they, they they went for three guys the Rutgers guy the guy from Dandy. uh am I missing one uh but they went for three guys they struck it on three and then and Kentucky sat on their hands so you know what we feel good about offensive line. a lot yeah <laughs> I mean that, that's what they did that that is that is what they did and then and then they felt good and then the other thing's kind of questionable was like why has a Goodwin been in there yet? I mean, God, you can't be much worse than than what Buford showed us this past weekend.
1: Yes, I meant to say something when you were talking about how Wolford didn't rotate uh, anybody in and out. But we're not rotating anybody out now, so like
0: they need I to. I Man, that's, that's people all talk exact. about
1: like, oh, Wolford was so bad because he didn't rotate anybody. Well, Yenzer is not rotating anybody in and out either. And like, can offensive line really get that much worse if you put Goodwin? Uh, out there instead of Buford and Flax getting knocked on their fucking ass every other play.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think, I think, uh, I mean, Goodwin's already the size of all those guys. Uh, he's got the, the size of it, but I think, I think he's going to get some reps this week. Uh, I know we say that every week against 14th, but I don't see what the problem is. I really him getting put on his butt and getting some playing time than, uh, than seeing these other guys that, that they're just, they are what they are at this point in their careers. So, uh. But I don't know. Maybe we're wrong on that. It's just a horrible loss. Uh, it's probably derailed the whole season. Kentucky essentially to go to a New York Six because the East is out unless, like I said, Tennessee can beat Georgia. That, that, that's basically what it comes down to.
1: And then we went out.
0: <laughs> and we went out. Yeah, you're right. And that yeah. includes beating Georgia and Tennessee on the road. Um, yeah. And so – but I said this before last time too. We let Dill Miss game beat us twice. And, yep. and do, do you think if I was played, we win the game probably? Mm. But I, I do because they're not—they're not going to—they're not going to call a play call like that to start the game. The seven—the the seven zero the hole. Because really, if you think about it, twenty four points. Seven of those points was gifted to them after that play. Um, so really, defense only gave up seventeen points. Three points in the what the, the fourth quarter or some second half or something like that. Uh, but at the end of the day. Um, Kentucky left another field goal on the field, you know, another poor special teams play, cost us three points. And um, so, I mean, I mean, that, there's, there, there's lots of things you can point to say, hey, we could have been this way. I think with with Levis, they would have won. It would have been ugly, but they would have won. So, for what it's worth, but it doesn't matter. You're four and two now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the fact we're still ranked is, is incredible to me. So,
1: yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. I we think don't the national it.
0: media is, is a little bit. Less on us than, than we are on ourselves just because they see South Carolina and we don't have no Levis. You know, they, 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 people still think South Carolina's better than Kentucky. So it's not, you know, they don't see as bad of a loss as we do. Um, so for what it's worth. And, and then, and then, you know, then you get that bullshit in the locker room with Beam, Beamer or whatever talking shit. It's just all that stuff. Is, uh, Stoops said it is, coming. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff you just can't be mad about because you played like shit. And then, and then you did run your mouth. Uh, to them at the beginning of the season and and it, and you know you can't you can't be mad at those type of things. Uh because Kentucky is the more talented team and allowed that to happen at their own house. So I mean it is what it is. But we'll we'll move on from that game, uh, because there are lots to learn there. But uh the biggest one is uh we're still four and two and you have to uh you gotta move on from that game and go on to the Mississippi State game, which yep. is I mean, I can't think of a hotter team right now in football than Mississippi State. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean they're good, and their special teams have had the same struggles that that uh, UK's has. But uh, their offense and defense, are especially their offense, oh my god, it's an efficiency machine. Yeah, um, their their quarterback just absolutely destroyed Kentucky last year. Will Rogers. Yep. He didn't have an um, completion.
0: I don't believe. What, 15 yeah. straight completion.
1: But they also run the ball really well. Their offensive line is exponentially better than ours. Um, they have a physical defense They always do They have a really good cornerback uh, Now the the one weakness In their defense And you know I would say This is where Kentucky is going to try to exploit them Is in the back half of their defense So their secondary aside from their one Star cornerback is not good You can beat them over the top And that's how LSU beat them um, But Kentucky didn't. We're not going to give Levis enough time to beat probably them over
0: not. Top. No, no, probably not. It sounds like Flax to be back, but I mean, he played. he's was looking pretty decent against Ole Miss, but I mean, this is again. I think Mississippi State's better than Ole Miss so <laughs> Rel- relatively. Here. Relatively. Yeah, I mean, the what we had seen. Um, but I agree with you on on some of those takes. And and right you're right. Our weakness is we can't get it downfield because we can't block long enough. And that comes back to, we need to scheme up some plays to build Roll Levis out to give him a couple more seconds to let that develop like that. Uh, the running game has a lot to do with that. To be able to, to get a running game down, to be able to take a little pressure off the offensive line would help a lot. Uh, we're also getting healthy, uh, healthier, I should say. Um, we're never going to be all the way healthy, but but it looks like we're getting healthier, so that helps out a lot. Uh, Mississippi State traditionally uh, has not played that well outside their home. I know they just destroyed Arkansas at home. Uh, but Kentucky, I think this game to me is going to be more how Kentucky's defense plays than with the offense. I think I think if if you let Rogers do like last year, they're they're a traditional air raid type of offense where they're going to do these little three or four yard passes all the way through, and then they're going to try to take it off top on you. That's uh,
1: no, no. That's what they've been doing. That's what Dude. Rogers is always.
0: That's why he's so good at it.
1: No, they've been running like crazy, and that's why they've been so hard to defend is both of their running backs, they're almost at a 1,000 yards rushing between the two of those running backs already this year.
0: Again, I mean, that's, are, that's, like, that goes to our strength, though. They, they, yeah. To be able to run the ball, it goes uh, to our strength.
1: But they also can throw the ball really, really well.
0: Yep, and so, that's what it's, it's like, going to come down to, is our defense. That's what I'm saying. It comes down to our defense more than... I, I, I don't know what else to say about the offense. The defense just has to play a lot better. Uh, I mean, defense has, has, has to show up this week. Obviously, the offense has to play a lot better, but I think it's more so... Can the defense get stops?
1: No, I think the defense, as long as they play how they usually you play, then you know you can't ask for much more because this is a really good offense. against a really good quarterback. They are going to move the ball. That is going to happen. You got to hope for a couple turnovers against somebody who does not throw picks. You got to hope for some fumbles. You got to hope for some dynamite on special teams. Uh, well, they, did, the offense... they did a couple of
0: years ago, man. They uh, the defense came out defense basically won that game a couple years ago. And they, uh, I mean, I'm telling yeah, you. They but that, was, that was Leach's
1: first game or first year at Mississippi State. It. He did not have the people he has now. And
0: right. they
1: didn't have the defense they have now.
0: Nope. You're right there. All those things are good points. I, Mississippi State's a great a great team. I mean, this is not a game you want to play. I, mean, I prefer not to play after the two uh, right. speakers <laughs> we played. Uh, but, I mean, I'm trying to make the best out of out of what we see here, I mean, if Kentucky was six and all right now, would you be feeling good? I mean, if they were, yes, if they would, would have found a way to beat Ole Miss, even, even in the shitty game that they had there, if they would have found a way to beat South Carolina, even with the shitty game they played there, would you feel better about it or would you feel the same?
1: Well, yeah, because momentum and, uh, you know, p- positivity, I don't want to throw that word out there, but for lack of a better word, positivity is built. Through those wins, right? So the team would feel a lot better about itself, meaning the fans would feel a lot better about it because you have found a way to overcome really bad play, and there would still be some optimism optimism in terms of the team developing even further. Based off of what we've seen, this kind of looks like what their ceiling is.
0: Well, I will say this: this is this is the one thing I do feel good about. This is when Stoops teams get down. Like this, he somehow gets them back to going, playing well. M- meaning, when they're they have a little chip on their shoulder, when people are doubting them, they play much better than they do when they're six <laughs> and zero. Uh, and uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, you know, I've seen Kentucky look so bad against one team, and they come out and beat a team. You're like, how? What the hell happened? Yeah. He stoops, and I think it has a lot to do with the ability to get his team folk refocused uh, when that doubt starts setting in and people start getting really critical of them. Uh so from that standpoint, I, I think they actually will play a lot better this week. Um and I think They'll I play I, worse. <laughs> well, no, you really can't, but but I I, th- I do I do feel good about it come come from that standpoint. Um and it is sold out again. So a lot of good recruits there again. And like I said, having Levis back is gonna be helpful. Um but I, I just it's hard to I don't know man, it's hard to it's hard to get over what you saw, what I saw last week. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, they'd, be able that, to, they'd be able to think, oh, we're going to be able to get Mississippi State in Tennessee. But it's not something that's unusual with Stoops either. <laughs> so that, that's the other thing that goes through my mind, too. But, but I think you're right. One of the things that's really horrible right now is the, the off to line. And I, that's just, I don't see how that's getting better. So,
1: so if Kentucky wins, what happened?
0: Kentucky's got to do a lot of stuff defensively to win this game. Um, they they got to be able to do – I mean, we talked about a couple of years ago. That was a high-powered offense coming in here, and I know it was his first year, but they were coming off a pretty big win before the week before that, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, I think they won huge, too, scored a, a ton of points. And They're like, oh, man. And uh, Kentucky's defense, that game, they got pressure. They held them to three pressure. points, didn't they?
1: Huh? So they held them to three points, didn't they?
0: Two points. Two points. Two points, down. Yeah, two points. So we had a safety, um, but yeah, they 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 uh, they also scored. We scored a defense touchdown too. Uh, Weaver picked them off, running back for a touchdown. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I think what they have to do is get the quarterback and it cause havoc. Like there. there's not so much turnovers. You just cannot let you cannot let Mississippi State like they did last year nickel and dime you all the way down the field and have these long sustained drives like that, and, and you just can't. Because then, then, Kentucky comes out and has a three and out, and all of a sudden you're giving it back to them to do the exact same thing over again. So, get yeah, that's Kentucky's defense has to get off the field. Um, so, I think I think this constant pressure and, and maybe get a turnover here or there, but I think that that would help out. And obviously, if I don't know what they're going to do offensively, man, I wish I could say, you know, Levis is going to come out here, and I wish I could say if they're going to win, Levis has to throw for over 250 yards and and throw two touchdowns, but it might just be one of those games where you just got to keep their offense off the field. So you got to keep giving it to, to uh, Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, it's, I think uh, if Kentucky wins, we have to get a couple turnovers. Barry and Brown has to have an Ole Miss-esque performance on special teams. We can't have any gaffes on special teams. And uh, when, it was an interesting stat that I was reading about, I think, yesterday. But the, the two uh, worst quarterbacks in college football in terms of throwing risky passes and getting balls batted down Spencer Rattler, Will Rogers. So I this think. This is
0: surprising to me because Rogers has been a machine. I mean, the guy oh, has he's been. He's so efficient. And, and, absolute, and the reason he doesn't get a lot of hype from NFL standards is because he, a lot of his, like I said, a lot of his throws are real, real small, short throws, stuff like that. Yeah. But the guy is very, very accurate. I think like 70, 70% of his throws are completed.
1: He's accurate he... deep. He's accurate deep as well. So, but, you know, that's part of their offense is Leech tells him to go over the middle because that's, that's going to be open. Um, but with Deion Walker being the nose tackle, uh, I think if he gets his hands up as much as possible, hopefully they're coaching him up. Um, if he gets his hands up as much as possible, you know, bat down a few balls that can start messing with quarterbacks confidence
0: i think this game would be a big time for us too because if you if you beat mississippi state that gives you a lot of confidence going against tennessee who oh, doesn't I run mean, a simple, who doesn't there are run a lot of things on the table again yeah oh well, yeah, yeah yeah but but it's it's the fact that the defense could beat a team like mississippi state which is they don't run like an offense like tennessee but they kind of do where they oh. where they really want to be up tempo type of thing but to be able to hold a powerful offense down like that would give you a little confidence going against another powerful off probably the best offense in the SEC. In Tennessee
1: Tennessee uh, so. is a whole different
0: animal, man. Well, would agree to disagree there. <laughs> <laughs> Most uh fraudulent team out there, Tennessee Volunteers. I just hope Alabama shows everybody
1: with a backup quarterback. It's gonna be different, difficult.
0: We got we got to root for Alabama this week. This we get. Unfortunately, we're at to root against Tennessee against Georgia. So that's got. Yeah. I think Tennessee could very well be both those teams. <laughs> that's, that's, yes, yeah, absolutely. That's, that is this. That is that is this a wild, wild, wild thing to me, because they're 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 staring at fucking major violations <laughs> coming soon. Uh, but that's that's the thing is it doesn't matter when you you know like Tennessee's got caught cheating and they won't get punished for four or five years. So
1: They're, that's, yeah, that's never going to happen. So I wouldn't so, set my sights on that. Um, yeah. I mean, Georgia's had their struggles. Georgia has yeah, had uh, their I struggles in Tennessee is uh top 20, maybe even higher than that in both overall defense and overall offense. So they are not a fraud on defense. Like they were last year. They are oh, a good defense
0: but like I said, we'll see, we'll see with them this weekend. Obviously we need them to lose this weekend. Cause if they don't, if they don't lose this weekend or it's, it's going it to difficult because Georgia basically pretty much look at their schedule that that's about the only game. And I don't think Florida can get Georgia. So no. for what it's worth, but I uh, think that's really the only game left that Georgia could lose. So, but so if
1: Mississippi state wins. What happened?
0: Exact same thing as last year. He let them, yeah. let them <laughs> march up. I mean, that that's it. I mean, that, the way that he beat us last year is, is the way he wants to play. And, and he ran a lot more last year than we were used to seeing up at that point with, with, with him. Uh, but, but they, they want to have these long sustained drives wear your defense down and then hopefully their defense can get a, get a three and out. Cause, cause that's the thing. Mississippi state wants to get on you and they want to yeah. keep doing these they want to get up big. And then all they got to do is just at that point, the the offense can just continue these long sustained drives. And, and they,
1: they really try to uh, punch you in the mouth first quarter. They're outscoring their opponents in the first quarter, like 77 to 16 or something like that. And Kentucky is awful in the first quarter.
0: Yeah. Which is not, again, not showing well for us. We think he's basically just got to become a a whole different version of itself. Yeah. Uh, offensively. And the defense has been, been great all year. I, I even though they played they played poorly against South Carolina, bad situations with South Carolina. The uh,
1: defense in the first half or the first quarter has allowed a score on one of the first two drives in eight consecutive games. True. They yeah, have been not
0: know that was going on. Abysmal. Wow. Well, you know, that's gonna be right. Abysmal we start,
1: to start the game.
0: Well that that's gonna be right because we shut out we shut out Youngstown State.
1: No, Everybody that's that is maybe it was maybe it was five straight games. Anyway. They've they've allowed uh, well, I think probably against SEC teams.
0: They're probably eight games against a- SEC teams. I that's would probably it. be it. That's
1: it. I would. That's yeah, I would definitely yeah, I guess to that. If you said that.
0: So, but but no, <laughs> but, that, I, I, that's that's probably. I think I saw that too. That's that's probably right. Eight straight SEC games. They've let a touchdown in the first two drives. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Uh, I mean, do you really? I mean, the shutout against Youngstown State that's great, but I mean, is that is that? I mean, is that a feat? They mean nothing. They <laughs> I mean, mean nothing. It, it means nothing. But but at the same time, I do think the defense. Um, at least under our Brad, White's been the exact same way. Where they at first, they kind of they come out of the gate kind of chalky or whatever you want to call it, loo, not, not lose, lack of like, lack of But then they settle in, man. In the second half, they settle in big time. They make cool, good adjustments, South Carolina. Huh?
1: So they make good adjustments. But yes, yes, some teams you you just can't you can't do it because they're they're gonna blow your freaking doors off. And, again, the whole mental aspect of the game sets in. And you're saying, shit, we're down 24 to 10 uh, after two quarters. Like, what do we do? And we have an abysmal offense. What are we going to do?
0: Well, that's the problem. Is, is we talk about Tennessee leaning too much on their offense. Kentucky leaning too much on our defense becomes a problem as well. That's because, the Stoops because, way. Literally, Stoops, Stoops had mentioned we, were, we knew going into the South Carolina game we were going to have to lean, lean heavily on our defense to get us a win. Why are you? Why?
1: (laughs) Yeah, why why do you have
0: to do that? Why do you You have to be doing that? You have, you have, they have an all NCC running back. I I, I just cannot. The guy had 15 yards for, I don't know what keep going like South Carolina game, but guy had 15 yards for 100 yards at halftime. 15 carries for 100 yards at halftime.
1: He was, he was churning him up. He was churning him up.
0: And you know, honestly, like Kai Sharon did not play that bad for his no, first start. His, his numbers aren't that bad either. I mean, he's like seventeen no. twenty-seven. He made touchdown. a couple throws. He
1: made a couple throws, especially at the end of the game, where you're like, he is capable. Let him but, throw.
0: But this should this should be a reminder to everyone why Bo Allen left, too. By the way, so yeah, this guy was going to play over Bo Allen if Bo Allen was here. So just to throw that out there, just uh, to kind of give a jab to people that this. Love Bo Allen. Bo Allen would work work great. Leach's offense, not so much in Kentucky's offense. Nah. Just put that out there. Uh, but okay, so what's your MVPs offensively, defensively? Where are you we'll do we'll do that first, and we'll do our predictions because I'm sure they're going to be <laughs> dismal. Yeah, <but.
1: laughs> it's going to be bad. Um, I honestly I can't. You're saying if Kentucky wins, who are the MVPs? <sighs>
0: Just give me MVPs, man. Win or loss. Who you think's gonna <laughs> at the end of the day, you're gonna be like, hey, this guy looked pretty good. But
1: I think Le- Levis is going to b- just leave everything possible out there. Uh so if that could be a if, problem
0: though. That could be a problem because he does like to do Superman stuff that gets him picked a lot. So
1: Yeah. Um and I the the I don't wanna like t- trail off again, but Mississippi State's superstar cornerback, I, I think his name's Forbes. But uh, he's got 13 picks in his career in three years. So that's something to watch. Um, and Mississippi State has forced 12 turnovers this year. That's a lot. Yeah, so I, I think if Kentucky's going to win, Levis is going to have to have a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think and that. then
1: defensively, uh, J.J. Weaver is going to have to have sack and a half, two sacks. Somebody's, somebody's got to put pressure on Rodgers. So we have to hit him.
0: That's yeah, going to be J.G. Weaver and Jordan Wright's got to get, get after it. That, that's that's a fact. So And, and quickly. And we tackling, can't be tackling, rushing yeah.
1: four and three against this offense and let him just stand back there.
0: Which was dumb. It was just dumb against South Carolina, but they were doing that a lot. Um, yeah, because
1: Rattler is horrible throwing on the – I mean, he's horrible throwing anyway. But if, if he's pressured at all, he stops thinking he stops thinking and stops making decent decisions.
0: He's bad. He's a bad quarterback. Uh, yeah. I This week, State, which, which we, you talked about earlier, was Kentucky's got to tackle, too. I mean, this is this is the type of team that wants to get you in space. And, and, and they're super wanna, physical, yeah. Yeah, you, you want – yeah, tackling's going to be a big deal this week. I mean, you got – when they throw these four-yard passes, you can't let a guy – you can't miss tackle. You miss tackle, all of a sudden he's going 20. So, you just can't. So, because they're going to try to spread you out, and that's just kind of the whole point of that whole offense, is to spread you out and – and try to, you know, you're right, don't throw, throw it, throw it short, throw it deep, and then run on the inside on you and try to open you up a little bit. But, um, I guess for me, offensively, it would be it's got to be Levis. Levis is the key to this offense, he's our identity. We have no identity on offense, it's him, uh, this year. So, we have you know, every year up until this point was always our identity was our offensive line, right? There, we no matter what happens in a football game, we can always hand the ball off to the off to the running back behind that offensive line, right? <laughs> Not this year. This year is if it, it, it's Levis. I mean Levis has to do everything that's showed in the South Carolina game. And now it could be play called, can't be play called, I don't know. Uh but it's it's gonna be up to Levis to be able to showcase uh himself as a as a as a first round pick, obviously. And he's gonna have to do a lot of things to his legs. I don't understand why we don't continue to roll him out and say, Man, if it's not there to tuck it and run. You know. So but maybe they don't maybe they tell him to stay in the pocket. I have no idea.
1: Well, yes, Gangarello um, said before the season that he needs to stop running so much and they were going to well, design the offense around that.
0: That was a poor decision. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so that was a poor decision. Because I mean, of all how much he torched U of L last year, it was mostly because of his legs and U of L yeah. was giving it to him. Well, so. every game
1: every game that he he really showed out last year, uh, his legs were a big component.
0: I mean, yeah, it's Tennessee game was his best game last year. Honestly, they lost, but hell, he yeah, had, had huge Tennessee, game.
1: LSU and Louisville were his biggest games.
0: Yeah. Uh, so with all that said, defensively, I'm with you. It's got to be Jordan Wright, Weaver, those two guys. They have to get out to the quarterback, have to get pressure. That's how they beat Mississippi State a couple years ago. That is the recipe to beat them. That's how LSU got them this year. It is. That is the way. So. They are beatable. I mean, LSU is not very good either. So, just to put that out there. And Mississippi State at a way, it's a lot different than Mississippi at all. So, give me your scores. Just give me. Let me have it. Let me hear it. <laughs> it could be a beatdown. Uh, so, let's have
1: it. I, I think it's going to be 42-17 to Mississippi State.
0: 42-17?
1: Yeah.
0: Offense give that much points? Or defense going to give that many points? Man, oh man.
1: I, I, th- I think it's going to mirror last week in terms of I think we're going to turn the ball over. I think Levis is going to be on his ass the majority of the game, and then I think Mississippi State is just going to wear our defense out.
0: I mean, it, that's their way. That's the way they can do it. I, I, don't, I don't. I can't tell you that's a bad. That's a bad score because it, there's nothing indicating from Kentucky uh, that they can turn turn their teeth their offense around to be able to do the things they want to do offensively. The defense just simply cannot. They just cannot sustain like that all game long. So, no, but, and you
1: can't. I don't even blame the defense for last week, except for the open field tackling. That was just that was ridiculous. But it, otherwise, it's like you know, how many years have we leaned on our defense to win the damn game? And it's just not fair.
0: I agree. I don't agree. I let me give you a date: <clears throat> October twenty second, twenty sixteen. You know what happened that night? No, I did. I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had a kicker. Make a field goal that probably saved Stoops' like, Stoops' oh, career. Yeah. Do you know who they are playing against?
1: Yeah, I, I remember the game. I remember the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Guinness hit a uh, was like a fifty-two yarder um, yeah, we... to to win a game that we weren't supposed to win. Honestly, they would have lost the game. Stoops probably would have would have been fired at the end of the season because they wouldn't have made it another bowl game. Yeah. Um that was against Mississippi State, and that was a game that that was make or break for the season, for his career, for everything. And that's what's kind of feeling like tonight. And that team was – that was a mystery State team that was – they did have um, – that was that was Dan Mullins, one of his – I think one of his last years or other, maybe it was Yeah, the they, had Nick's,
1: they had Nick Fitzgerald as a uh, quarterback and they had um, – He was
0: a big hype and he was hyped up. I mean, there you know, was a hype And they had game.
1: a really good running – they had a really good running back.
0: Um, but that was, a, that was a night where I, I didn't think that Kentucky had it. Uh, they had lost to Southern Miss that year. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, it goes on and on. You know, everyone knows the hell season. Um, Kentucky was also; they were losing at halftime. They had to really come back and getting this box score up for you. To tell you who's, who was the hero <laughs> that night. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald, if you remember right, he was the guy to take over for Dak Prescott. Yep. Um, and he was a guy that was that was supposed to be like a Dak Prescott, and they held him to only 81 yards that night.
1: Um, he was a terrible passer.
0: Yeah, he was. Ref- he ran for 107 yards. Mike Deer was a running back for them. Um, Williams, is see Arius Williams was another running back for them.
1: And Aeneas uh, Williams. Yeah.
0: Aeneas Williams. Well, Kentucky, about halftime, scored 21 points on them. Um,
1: yeah, Benny Snell had a big game.
0: Yes. Uh, Snell had 128 yards. Yeah, Touchdown. Actually, uh, Stephen Johnson had a big game. 292 yards passing, two touchdowns. <laughs> he also uh, he also ran for, for 20 yards. And Boom Williams had 99 yards rushing. So, um, with all that said, th- this is feeling like a game like that where we're kind of out and about. Dude, Jeff Bidette's game that night. Wow. Seven receptions, 139 He's so yards, good. Touch. seven receptions, 139 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> He's so good. Have a game. Um, that was the name they needed. It, man, It feels like a game they need again. This is a game that they can that they can really bring it back. I think if they lose this game, this, the fans are gone for the season, uh, except the real true football fans like us. But. But they'll all be gone for the season. The Georgia game will always be a sellout no matter what our record is. Um but yeah. the rest of the games you will it'll be seventy percent full back to Oklahoma State football. Uh, but this game, this game, you beat them. You beat Mississippi State, you go into that that bye week, feeling pretty good, getting that confidence back around in Knoxville. Um but I think getting people this. healthy. Yes, getting us healthy. But I think you lose this one, man. I think it really breaks the back. And I think that's when you that's when you're like, okay. Let's start counting wins up here, <laughs> you know. Uh, can we get to a bowl game or not? Uh, basically, this game is the difference between a New Year's Day bowl. I'm i not going to say New Year's Six Bowl. I- I'll say that if we beat Tennessee, then we'll be back running for that. Uh, if we beat Tennessee and Mississippi State, we'll be a running for that. Yeah. But that's- beat Mississippi State, if you lose to Mississippi State, that's where you're at the Music City Bowl again, Independence Bowl, those type of bowls. Um, if you win against Mississippi State, then that probably gets you back on the level of Outback Bowl, uh, Gator Bowl uh, maybe Citrus Bowl depending on how things shake up uh, but but this is an important game and, and Stoops has got to get these guys ready to go for this game and I think they're gonna win I'm gonna pick them I'm gonna take Kentucky I know it's stupid to do it I think it's gonna be 24 to 10 Kentucky and I swear oh my God you know, I right man. on that I'm gonna get on here and I'm gonna be uh, because I think Kentucky defensively can help can stop Mississippi State. They showed it a couple years ago. I know we're two different teams for a couple years ago, but I will take I will take Kentucky 24-10. I will gladly stand by that. I was right, somewhat right on that South Carolina game where we play sloppy. This is a game where Snoops gets them ready to play. This is a game they're ready to go. This is a Snoops type of game where we're down and out. We're underdogs in our fucking house. Not to mention that, seven-point underdogs start off the week. And, and now it's down like three and a half, but underdogs at your house, you're a top 25 team. Mississippi State hasn't beat one in Lexington since uh, Sylvester wherever that guy's name was coaching uh, there. So well, I think Dan Rollins beat him there too, but but a long time. I think they've won the five straight home meetings with Mississippi State. So uh, well the long home time. team in this the
1: home team in the series has uh, has dominated.
0: Yes. And that's why I feel a little bit more confident about it. And like I said, if we would have beaten one of those two, if we would have beaten this old miss in this all South Carolina, people probably you give it a favorite in this game. <laughs> I'm just gonna go put that out there. UK probably been favorite. Maybe. If UK would have beat South Carolina, they'd be favorite in this game. Uh oh, no. I think so. Oh, I think so. Did because you watch home Mississippi State last week? Oh yeah, they, they dominated Arkansas. No, what I'm saying is, is is so so since they dominated Arkansas, they're still in a three point favorite right now. I, I don't I don't see I, I think if they would have beat South Carolina, Kentucky would be a favorite. It'd have, have pick them. Probably one yeah, and a half. I, I, like I like
1: don't that. know. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with uh, the Lions makers, but ugh. If, you, if you're looking at last week, and shit, even the week well, before, well, the
0: linebigger set it up. kicked it off at six, six and a half for for Missouri State, but really, what's, kind of, what's brought it, it's brought back down is is Levis playing is what's brought it back down. So Levis playing brought it down <laughs> at three. It'll probably kick off at four, something like that, Cause, cause, you know, most of the bets come in the day of. So, um, but but at the end of the day, you're you're still underdogs at home. You're a top twenty five team. This is a game where Stoops gets them up. So that's be, keep your eye on that.
1: Um, Pers- personally, I think uh, there's a lot of, and there's been comments from the offensive players to indicate this, that there's uh, a lot of unhappy players on the offense with the with Scangarello and the system that they're running.
0: Well, I don't, I don't, I think they have they have a right to be that way. So they're not they're using these tight ends that we have. We have we have really good tight ends. They don't use them enough. Um, obviously, not everyone can get the ball all the time. But the fact that that we just we throw the tight ends like three or four times a game, maybe. Very, uh, very, 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 very respect with these. I'm not really a big guy on these reverse type of calls and stuff. Like the, that is, that is, it's just not. It works very rarely. Yeah, I just don't. He he wants to run those a lot. I I get if You want to get Brown, you're an athletic player. If You don't do that kind of stuff, then then do the damn wildcat and let him take take the ball and run with it. I mean, if you want to do stuff like that, just, if you want to try to get a ball to a playmaker, if you want to run that kind of stuff offense, like right out out of the second half. Uh, they have at it because they, you know, kind of catch them off guard. But to do it first play of the game was was this is this such a risky play to do. And in general, and, and honestly, the quarterback kind of got in the way there on the reverse, which was kind of kind of messed it up a little bit. But I don't know. It it's we got to be better. We got to win this game. If you want to have any kind of season that that we all thought it was going to be, we got to win this game. Eight and eight, eight and four, even nine and three is very disappointing. But if they finished nine and three after these two losses. I'd be better. Yeah,
1: uh, but, I think yeah. you would take nine. I mean, you still it's like a little disappointing because there was a lot uh, there when the season started in terms yeah. of you could really. I mean, you said
0: the offensive line was going to derail this whole season, or could could derail it. Yeah, uh, I, I
1: hate I hate being right in those but regards. It, but,
0: it, but that was that was correct. I mean, that was a correct assessment and and where I thought they would get better as the season went, they just simply have not. I think they will be better. I think when they play U of L or something like that at the end of the season, they're going to be much better than they were against South Carolina. But but how much better? I don't think it's going to be that much. Better. I don't think there's that much of a growth there. Because like they, they're just not talented. <laughs> That's
1: the problem. Well, it's just, it's not as talented We've as we recruited just me. bad yeah. offensive linemen. Just yeah, bad.
0: I, I don't want to put everyone in that boat. I just think we just don't have – we don't have a true tackle on the line at all. So, at uh, either position. I, I, I think Horsey's done a pretty – Pretty, pretty good job. Um, from he's actually cut. been
1: pretty terrible.
0: I think he's done a pretty good job for one he's both
1: posted. both tackles It doesn't matter who you put in a tackle; it's been it's been really bad.
0: Well, I, really, this, really, I, I think really horses really done bad. right, I, 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 think, but I think these guys are playing a position that they're not going to be playing at any level. You
1: know, Absolutely, guards.
0: So they're Absolutely. playing guards at tackles and tackles, and I think I think Burton's been good. I think I think Manning's been pretty decent. Uh, I think obviously, like Cox, probably the best one in the line. So. Um,
1: Actually, Manning and Flax have been knocked They well, have the two Manning, most Manning knockdowns. jumped off
0: sides was very, very frustrating last week. Like, obviously. buddy,
1: how are you a fifth-year senior? What the hell?
0: I mean, he jumped off sides, like, back-to-back, back, like, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. What and he Like I said, he and Flax, which are two of the larger people on the team, have been knocked on their ass almost more than any other SEC lineman.
0: Well, I think Manning's been pretty decent. I, but Flax is Flax – is
1: that's, that's, that's a stat. That's so. a stat. It's like O-line knockdowns. They've been – Flattened. It's like how are you uh, that I'll big? Tell
0: you Flax, Flax has been been bad, but but you know the offensive line going forward this year is gonna have a lot of <laughs> a lot of experience. Uh, but it just sucks because this you don't get a quarterback like Levis here no. that much. I mean, the last one we had that's like his caliber, Tim Couch. I was a kid. I mean, I was a kid when that happened. I
1: mean,
0: Watson was and great, war- and all these other guys, but they're not NFL caliber. Le- Will Levis,
1: and again. The worrisome part of this is what quarterback is looking at this offense, just like the Eddie Grinch. Oh my God! If we could just have a reliable fucking offense for once, what quarterback out there is looking at this offense and saying, "Wow, I really would like to play in that." Why?
0: Right now, not right now with that offensive line, none. But they see the weapons around them. I think you'll get somebody in there. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. The big ones this weekend, and we got to win. That's simply what it is. Whether we lose, you know, if Chris is right on this. one, we lose, or if I'm right, we win. Um, season's still young, but this game feels like a a make or break for your season. Because I don't see this team beating. I honestly don't see this team beating Tennessee. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, going, see, we're
1: going we're going zero and four if if we uh, lose this
0: game. Yes, because I, I don't. I really don't really. Even if they win against Mississippi State, I think that that Tennessee game is going to be very very difficult to win. Yeah,
1: at at Tennessee, that's that's a so, big
0: ass. Honestly, if you're a, if you're a Kentucky fan. You, you better hope for the noon game. That usually plays – Tennessee doesn't play as great noon games. And yeah. You catch yeah. home teams off guard in noon games. Um, and plus, they might, it might be a game where Tennessee's looking past us because I think the next week they play Georgia. So, I mean, you, you, a noon game would be the best scenario for Kentucky uh, for, to play, play them. But we got to win this weekend. Um, let's see how it goes, man. I'm sure – are you going to get up in the middle of the night and uh, watch?
1: Always, baby.
0: Yeah. We appreciate you doing your service over there for us so I can go to the game and get drunk.
1: <laughs> I'd rather change <trade> places. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I wouldn't want to be in the desert either. At least you got really hot weather, right? <laughs> it's,
1: it's not nice. It's, it's really hot, like you said.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least it's hot. <laughs> so, all right, man, this is the best time in Kentucky. You, remember, you remember the Kentucky fall weather. I know it's been a lot oh, since man, you yeah. lived here all the time. The Kentucky fall weather is, is, is as good as Kentucky spring weather.
1: I miss so, the seasons.
0: It's great. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. But anyways, all right. Well, I'm Nick.
1: I'm Chris. Go Big Blue.